the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready? Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde. Wow. Five foot two and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. She's got some kick. Here she is, Andrea K. <laughs> I do have some kick. <laughs> That's for show. Isn't that how the kids say it these days? Yeah, thank you, Jesus. It is Friday Eve, and it's actually the eve of New Year's Eve. This is the last live show of the Andrea K show as we wrap up 2021 as I said the other night I'm going to stay up to midnight I don't usually on New Year's Eve I usually ring in New Year's Eve at 9 p.m. Eastern and uh, but I'm going to stay up till full-on midnight this time not just because I want to welcome in 2022 because I want to make sure 2021 is officially gone I'm going to scrape it off the bottom of my shoe at midnight and I know I'm not the only one that feels this way about 2021 it's not as though there wasn't some high moments um, in my life because you know there's always great times in the middle of tribulation but this was a rough year for everybody um Hope that you are, whatever you're going to do to celebrate this uh, this New Year's Eve, hopefully you're going to do it safely. Um, I, I was thinking about, as I was coming in to do tonight's show, there's a question on local news today. Are, are San Diegans experiencing COVID-19 fatigue? Are we not all? Isn't that one reason why we want 2021 in the, in the rearview mirror? I mean, but the pandemic, you know, is is literally officially over because a pandemic means and, and the reason why we got into all this was because we had no idea if 25 million or 100 million people were going to die from this. I mean, it was that now we know we're not in pandemic levels. OK, so people are fatigued, particularly with the continuation of trying to push for mandates. So I was thinking I do have breaking news to share with you guys involving the CDC and COVID, but maybe with the fatigue, I'll wait until after the first segment. Maybe we'll start talking about maybe tonight, you know, maybe maybe instead of, you know, because y'all are fatigued, maybe we'll talk about something like how the left is pushing now how we need to have bugs in our diet. Because that will you're looking at me. Yeah, I got to bring in my man here. He's looking at me like I'm crazy here. Oh, no, there's a whole lot of crazy. Right. Uh, we so much of what went on with with these COVID, the government's response was based on insanity. Right. We know that insanity is at play here. In fact, after the break, uh, when we do talk about a COVID update, I got to tell you all about some insanity that happened in, a, in an airline an airplane bathroom for five hours today. There's a whole lot of insanity. But this story about the bugs, they're, they're serious about this. And speaking of insanity, we also got Hildebeest who's back in, who's literally crazy enough to think anybody cares about her. <laughs> Her opinions on the campaigns. Anyway, 888-344-1170 if you want to weigh in. I know my man does. He's already chomping at the bit. It's DJ Potato Skins. And only the very courageous will be able to keep alive the spirit of individualism and dissent, which gave birth to this nation. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins.
Amen, former President Reagan. And there is no government official that is going to convince me or force me to have bugs in my diet. I hate bugs. I am there going nowhere near me. No, thank you. Dude, we've got a public health emergency. It's called climate change. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, that this this is the new. You see the win that they got here over COVID declaring that the, the public health emergency. If they can if they can completely take away your freedoms anytime. Uh, uh, Leave uh, my bacon uh, alone. It, well, if they can declare an emergency. Emergency, and if they could take away your freedoms under the guise of a manufactured public health crisis, then they're going to be constantly manufacturing a public health crisis. And there, so and there are enough people out there that are actually on board. This was not a joke of an article that was written that the way we're going to save the planet is if we stop eating meat and we start eating bugs. And I'm talking maggots. You know what a maggot is, right? Disgusting. Yeah. That's the level of insanity we've got going on. But I think there's enough meat lovers, though, Andrea, and, uh, you know, plus conservatives as well. Yeah. Don't touch our guns. Don't touch our beef. I do think that there's enough left. And that's interesting you should say that because the reality is uh, that the people that believe this kind of stuff, the, the left wants to make us think that those of us out here that eat meat, that those of us that believe that there is male and female and man and woman, that those of us believe, who, who believe that America is the greatest country that's ever lived on the face of the planet, those of us who believe that January 6th was not, that was not a Trump's organized plan to, you know, for a coup attempt, you know, those of us who believe in uh, what this country was founded on, you know, the basic belief systems that, you know, that um, those of us who, who believe our eyes that uh, there were election shenanigans and that Joe Biden didn't win, uh, that, that, ba- that, you know, we're the crazy people, right? They want to make us think that the extre- that those of us that that actually believe in science, right, like natural immunity, those of us who believe that that we should have the right to say no to a substance injected in us, that that you know we're they try to make us think that we're the crazy people. So why don't I start with actually some good news involving some polling numbers? Yes, please do. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because J.K. Rowling, I, I've never read her books. What was her books? The Harry Potter Harry series. Harry Potter series. I love them. Yeah, I didn't read one of them. I know that they're they're loved by many. Um, she's, uh, you know, some people say it's horrible writing. Um, I, I can't I can't judge on that. I have to say she must be incredibly talented given the, the you know, the legacy that she's created with these books and these movies, right? So she was much beloved until she dared to come out in, tw- in June 2020 and say, it's been clear to me for a while that the new trans activism is having or likely to have if all of its demands are met a significant impact on many of the causes I support because it's pushing to erode the legal definition of sex and replace it with gender and she's absolutely right she says if sex isn't real then there's no same sex sex attraction this is one of the arguments I've been making how for how many years has the left tried to make us seem like we're we're uh, those of us who are in the majority that we're somehow the crazy bigots if we think that you know sexual orientation is a choice we said it was a lifestyle choice oh no you were born that way right well now transgenderism and binaryism and pansexuality completely destroys all the arguments they've been making and all the causes they supposedly have been fighting for all of these years so now the reason why this is this story is back in play with jk rowling is that in um scotland the um I guess the police, uh, Scotland Yard or whoever it is over there, are now logging rapists as women. 
they're labeling transgender females, which are biological males with penises as women in incidents of rape. Think about that for a minute. This that's even worse than the story we talked about last week. I think we talked about on the show. There was the story of this this woman who was in a hospital with a beard who was upset because the nurses were referring to her as a mother. And she's like, no, I'm a man. No, you're a woman. This is this is insanity. I started talking about by it. it, it this is insanity. You, know, okay. you can have surgeries or whatever you want. You can't change biology. No, you can't. If you want, I've said this before. If you as an adult want to cut something off and call yourself Sally instead of Steve, I don't care. It does not make you a woman, right? It just absolutely doesn't. So then she tweeted out. Um, borrowing from George Orwell, she tweeted out absurdity of the police logging rapists as women. She said, war is peace. This is Orwell. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. The penist individual who raped you is a woman. And she's dead on. This is 1984. This is coming out of George Orwell. Um, and, and what's interesting about this, and this is why it's so important to, to think that we need to be strong in our convictions. We need to stop allowing ourselves to be bullied as though we're the crazy people. Now, the crazy people are these women in a hospital with a beard because she took some testosterone, which, oh, by the way, what's that done to her unborn child? Mad that nurses are calling her a woman, right? Insane is the police department's now referring to a man with a penis who raped a woman uh, as, as a woman raping a woman. That's insane. We need to be pushing back against this. And uh, Rasmussen reports um, 75% of American adults agree that there are only two genders. 63% who strongly That's agree. Well, more than the majority, Andrea. Well, more than majority. That includes Democrats. That includes minorities. And what this means is we need to be, if, if this, why have we allowed this minority, the fringe, the true fringe in this country to gain such a foothold over us where it's being shoved on our children in schools? Right. We're being we're, uh, our workplaces are being uh, are being forced to go along with this non-science and this insanity uh, with workplace um, uh, regulations now to where if you're if you're an employer, you're forced to hire somebody, you're forced to use certain pronouns. They want legislation come aboard to try to force you that you you could be fined or arrested if you don't use a proper pronoun that somebody wants to use. This is insanity. We, it's insanity as, and it goes back to the just a general broad thing that you need to stand up. It goes back to the meat story. I think a majority of Americans are meat loving individuals. Whether you're healthy or unhealthy is beside the point. They like and they think it's okay to eat meat. Now you take the fact that most of them or some of them, even half of them are conservative and they're you're, you're, and you're not going to buy it. We're in the majority on so many of these issues. Issues, we we got to stand up for these things. Right. And we have been for a long time. I mean, you know, when it comes to even to the border, right? What's happened is the Republicans allowed themselves to be bullied that if you wanted to enforce immigration laws, you hated brown people, right? If you didn't want to pay for some woman's abortion, that, you know, you, you hated women. And we just kowtowed to this crap. We are in the majority. And as we go into 2022, we need to remember we're not the crazy people here, okay? It's those that are trying to push this on us in order to destroy the fabric of this nation. I know many vegans. I know many vegetarians. I know many pescatarians or whatever they're called that ain't into eating bugs. This isn't about climate change. This is about and them giving a crap about uh, the weather. This is about it's part of the cultural Marxist movement. 
every bit of this is about the cultural Marxist movement to destroy the fabric of our nation, to try to tell us that we're the crazy people, we're the bigots, we're the misogynists, we're the haters, because we don't want to go along with this tiny percentage of people that are trying to get this insanity over on us. And it is insane. And it's also insane what's been done to us where we have we have Americans that are willing to um, have to to be told as healthy individuals, they got to be locked inside their homes for the first time in this country, that their children can have an injection jabbed on them that's untested, making them little human guinea pigs when they don't get it and they don't give it. Andrea, there is no line too far. Yeah. They are willing to do, they are going to continue. There, there is no boundary that they will not cross. There's no extent that they will, they, that they are, they will go as far as they have to, to completely get complete capitulation and submission over onto us. And it is time for us. It is, it is past time for us to realize that we are the majority here and that we do not have to let our country be completely destroyed with this insanity and this nonsense. And as we go into 2022, one of the reasons why I didn't do a typical New Year's Eve show this year, I'm not interested in recapping all of Joe Biden's gaffes. I don't really care what his gaffes are. The ga- the main gaffe is that he was allowed to take office in, 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 in the Oval Office, right? I'm not interested in anybody's predictions because nobody can predict, And which makes me annoyed that I'm hearing people, you know, even like Vernon Jones or whatever out of Georgia, oh, the Republicans are going to sweep the House. Stop your Stop your inability. It's a year away. Stop expecting victory because then you know what? You're not going to do anything to fight. And by the way, I am tired of having somebody getting elected into office with an R after their name. When you have this level of insanity we just talked about that has creeped over into our culture and is basically taking control over us. Right. What have what have any of these R's gotten us? Nothing. Nothing. Right. Maybe at some local levels like DeSantis and some other, you know, municipalities yeah, and, and cities. DeSantis and Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, they're the only people and maybe a few others that actually stand up for us. Yeah. In fact, we're going to take a break. We come back. I am going to get into some poll numbers that have to do with the election. I'm going to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene because she was breaking news today and an idea that she had that we first talked about here on the show a year and a half ago, as well as the breaking news. I know we got the COVID fatigue and the CDC fatigue, but I got to give you guys some some breaking news. Stay tuned. The Andrea K Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I might as well rip this Band-Aid off and give the CDC the COVID update skins. I know we, we all have fatigue on these stories, but I might as well tell people about it. But you know what? we got to be honest with the people. Feed them their vegetables because this is not going away. This is true. Um, so tomorrow's December 31st. A lot of people don't realize that um that will be well let me let me back up a little bit we we're all seeing the lines right now right of people waiting to to get tested and biden was under all this criticism last week for he didn't get these tests out we got to get these you know he's going to do the mail the you know the direct mail campaign is sending at home test kits and uh, you know drugstores are all out of these test kits and um today there was a report that there were 600 cars Six, I think about how long it would take. I mean, this would be worse than like if you went down to a Chargers game, right? How long it takes to get that many cars out after a, after a game, right? I don't even think that would be 600 cars, right? Hours and hours people were waiting for these tests, right? There was a woman today who self-tested 
because everybody's got these self-tests, right? She's on an airplane. And we have to assume that if she got on an airplane before she took the test, we, we have to assume that she didn't have any symptoms, right? So for whatever reason, we've become so psychotic, continuing our insanity theme here, so obsessed and psychotic over getting tested because that's been pushed on us. We've literally been really what we've been experiencing is a case-demic, right? Uh, pushing case count and making people think that a case equals a casket, right? So this woman tests herself on a plane, tests positive, and runs and locks herself into the bathroom on a plane and sits there for five hours and videotapes herself, Right. Now, if anybody who knows me well know, knows that I have a bladder the size of a pea, and if I'm on a flight for a couple hours, I'm going to be in the bathroom at least two or three times. I would have that. I would if I had had to drag her out by her hair. That woman would have been out of the bathroom. Okay, just just telling you. Okay, just to save the space. Why am I telling you all this? Because as of tomorrow, these tests that everybody's in a frenzy and hysterical over are no longer going to be available by the U.S. government. The Well, they may be available, but here's what's happened. The CDC, as of December 31st, is no longer is re, is removing the emergency use authorization for these tests. They're no longer stand, they're withdrawing these tests to be used. These are the PCR tests. And why are they doing this? The tests that they put out on the market since February 2020? Because they, I can't say that, I can't say a bad word, because they're crap. They're crap. They don't work. They don't work. They never worked. They created false positives. Today, yesterday, breaking news was that you could continue to test positive after you had this for up to 12 weeks. False positives up to 12 weeks. We also know that one of the things that they were doing was if you tested positive, think about it, you could test positive for up to 12 weeks while they had the practice of you had to test in order to go to work or this and that, go into a hospital, fly back from out of the country. Test, test, test. To, and then if you test positive, you got to quarantine for 14 days and you got to keep getting retested until you test negative. Well, if these, if you've got false positives and then you've got continued where it can continue to test positive for a, three months after you no longer That's have one it case right andrea yeah and when you when you have to retest every time you test positive they counted it as a new case now exponentially do the math and think of the the amount of you know the people that have got covid i mean we're millions off the count andrea millions millions and millions and i said this from the beginning i said it doesn't make sense it's either not as contagious as people are saying it is or it's not as deadly as people are saying it can't be both it never made sense Right. And on top of it, one of the reasons why they pulled it is they're admitting that the test does not differentiate between the cold, the flu or coronavirus. And one of the reasons why we now find is because when this test was developed, it wasn't developed using an isolated sample of SARS-CoV-2. It was created using the common cold. It was a false test from the beginning. Girl, you would have been better sitting in your seat. Watching something on your iPad, then sitting on a toilet in a stinky little stall. You know how small these were. She oh, went in first tiny. class. They're tiny. She's sitting in there breathing that in. This and is who what. Who was in the bathroom before? She was probably a lot worse off. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the insanity we've got going on right now. I don't know what the FDA has said. We got all these other approved tests coming. I don't know that they what, what they're going to be doing with testing. In part, it could be because the plan is, we know Biden said we're going to move it back to the states. We've got some states like New York that are saying with their mandates that testing is no longer even an option. So I think the play is 
to make make testing unavailable or say we, we're not standing by these tests anymore. And then it makes it possible for them, these mandates and these shot mandates to not even have a testing option available. That's what the play is, in my opinion. And have I been wrong? No, you've never been wrong, but yet so many different conservative hosts, Andrea, on radio and TV, and I listen to them, they're praising the fact that, oh, Biden's sending it back to the states. This is a win. No, it's not. No, it's not. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. They're always two to three or four steps ahead of the Republicans, and that explains it. Um, But to think that we've and 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 I was questioning this. I've been talking about this testing. This is why we never tested healthy people in the history of the United States. Why were we doing it now? Because they were using faulty tests in order to use some Enron numbers to try to keep people freaked out, keep people at home, keep businesses shut down. Look at the impact it's currently having right now. Where we've got we've got pilots, you can, we've got twelve hundred flights canceled. Uh, we've got you know businesses, uh, yeah, hospitals being impacted. So the CDC came out and changed the guidelines that now if you test positive, uh, you only have to isolate five days instead of ten or fourteen. You know because they know that uh, that this has created a problem to where now we've got we've got a shortfall of healthcare workers. We've got a shortfall of cops. We've got a sh- shortfall. Take an industry of the of the of the well, especially the the essential workers, the first responders that we needed. All right. Um, getting back to some poll numbers, one of the things that um, and and getting back to not just poll numbers, but based on the idea that we that those of us in the majority have the power that we don't realize we have. I think so many of us feel like we're, we're in it alone. We're made to think if we, you watch uh, legacy media, which you shouldn't be watching, and including, in my opinion, Fox News at this point, you're left to believe that you're in the minority. You're and the you're odd a big, man out. You're the odd man out. And that was, that was part of why they've gone after Trump, the, even including the Liz Cheney's in the world and this January 6th commission and the FBI. They want to make you think that something's wrong with you. Um, when it comes to elections, and we're going to continue to talk about it, I don't do it every night. There's too much breaking news, but nothing matters if elections don't matter, right? Um, the left is shocked today to find out that there's a poll that came out from University of Massachusetts at Amherst, and they've got no reason. I'm not a huge fan of the polls, but when they're favorable to the Republicans and it's coming from a liberal outfit, you got to think, you know, there may be some truth here, right? 71% of GOP doubt the legitimacy of Biden's win. The left is shocked today by this. Well, we, you know, it, that's the same number that believed it in November 3rd or 4th last year in 2020. We have seen nothing to, to prove to us that it wasn't true then. Right. But it also leads to the question, Andrea, if it's that many, why weren't they pushing back a lot harder when we were trying to get this thing sorted out before the installment? Well, this is why they want to. They, they Well, that's a good question. But we the individual doesn't have the power. Right. We were we were been dependent on those that represent us. We're supposed to be a representative government. And what should happen here is the Republicans should be waking up and realizing these people, no matter what Liz Cheney has said, no matter what Mitch McConnell has said, no matter what the establishment has said and the crap sandwich they've tried to feed us we believe our own eyes we understand the reports and this is not this 71 percent is not based upon uh something that sean hannity has said right this is based on understanding what went on in pennsylvania with the state supreme court and what they did to craft election results in favor of joe biden it's understanding what facebook did with the money that they they put around in different elections that in, in, in districts that was used to make things favorable for biden it was the dead people that voted it was the people that voted out of district it was the people that voted multiple times it was the dominion stuff it was the fact that there was a fake 
money, a fake uh, water main break in Atlanta. And then we saw people bringing in, uh, uh, you know, a luggage uh, to, with Which we ballots. were told was normal. Yeah, that we, it was on and on and on. We know the Arizona, we know the Arizona... Uh, uh, audit that was done produced at least 30,000 fraudulent votes. Now, uh, oh, but Arizona proved Biden won. Well, if you kept, you continue to count in a recount the same fraudulent votes, it's going to confirm Biden won. Biden won supposedly with a 14,000 vote majority, but they found 30,000 fraudulent votes. Do the math. We understand. We've been, we've continued to pay attention. And this is the most important issue of our time because nothing matters if elections don't matter. Republicans need to be paying attention to the voters and what we need to do, continuing with the theme of individual responsibility and asserting our power. You are not alone in question these elections we need to be joining together and going to anybody running for office as we go into these 2022 midterms and saying uh what are you going to do about it what are you doing about it now to make sure that you republicans that are in power today to make sure that we have legit elections going into 2022 let me read uh further on some of these results overall including democrats and independents 58 percent said that biden's election uh, 58% said Biden's election was legitimate because 91% of Democrats believe that it was. Only 54% of independents do, which is which is a scary number for the Demo- Democrats. More than a fifth, 22%, including Democrats and independents, say that it was definitely not legitimate. Um, only 6% of Republicans said that Biden won the election. And there were 75 million of us that are MAGA in this country, and that includes Democrats and independents. This man did not win, and the Republican Party has done nothing to to stop that from occurring again. I'm going to go right back before we take a break, Andrea, to my prediction for the 2020 election, and had this thing gone down the way it was supposed to go down, would have been a landslide for Trump. Absolutely, it would have. Had we not had the abnormalities, had we not had the the illegal actions that were taking place by uh, Republican Governor Kemp in Georgia, by the Pennsylvania, uh, the Pennsylvania um, state, uh, the, the court there, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, um, what happened uh, with uh, the machines, which were fraudulent and, and, and just and dead people voting and bad voter rolls and multiple people voting and on and on and on everything that I said. The top reason uh, voters don't think Biden victory was legitimate, they believe 83% cited fraudulent ballots being counted by election officials to help Biden win in several states. We saw that happen. We saw uh, all the different ways in which the election was stolen. 81% claim absentee ballots from dead people helped them. Of course they did. There's a reason why. Any of the checks and balances on absentee ballots were removed, like in Wisconsin, where they weren't they weren't uh, checking uh signatures this is why i get angry at republicans are like oh there's nothing wrong with absentee ballots because there's all these checks and balances well they removed them all right um 76 percent blame non-citizens and other ineligible voters who cast ballots so we're in the majority in this country and we need to exercise our power when it comes to the elections now hillary clinton real quick before i give a break here's the laugh of the day um, she has come out to advise the Democrats. That- <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> she's so desperate to be relevant. She's hoping she's telling them that they need to have clear vision here. They basically what she's saying is they need to move to the middle. The now is not the time, she says, to pivot to far left. Hey, it's the the far left agenda is out of the bag. OK, uh, they they pivoted long ago. OK, and everybody knows and understands what the what the what the game is here. And they are not going to be able to successfully change that by moving 
into the middle uh, next. They'll lose even more. Right. They're going to lose even more. This is her trying to trying to, you know, get the Democrats to beg her. Uh, to get back in the game, okay? And that ain't going to happen. Honey, you're done. Honey, somebody needs to stick a fork in you, child, because you're done. All right. Stay tuned. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, skinnier than her cankles, and we'll be back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Now, you know, Bob Walters is usually with me on Fridays, but, uh, and I had him scheduled for tonight because tonight's kind of our Friday, um, but instead he decided he wanted to go and have some fun tonight. So earlier today, I actually sat down with our buddy Bob and uh, to cover all of the education news that you need to know about this week. So here's Bob. And I'm super excited that I got my dear friend Bob Walters with me here. Uh, you Andrea K. Show listeners know Bob because he's on every week. He was at the forefront. Everybody's talking about schools right now. Well, where have y'all been? Because Bob Walters has been focused on schools and saving uh, our children's future for years and years. And he's also the author of a great book called Facing Reality and American Education. He's got a new book coming out soon. So we're going to make sure you Pro-America Report listeners know about that book coming out soon. Um, but for t- tonight, he is here to talk about what's going on in our schools. Hi, Bob Walters. Hello. Good to be here again. Thank you. So what you got for us? Well, uh, first of all, a former New Hampshire middle school teacher, Daniel Radigan, pleads guilty to threatening violent and sexual attacks against a state lawmaker who sponsored a bill calling for a ban on teaching critical race theory. Hard to believe there's that kind of resistance to doing away with this critical race theory mess that's being foisted on the schools. But anyway, he got fired. So, well, that's good. Gonna do some some jail time. (laughs) Good. He should. All right. But but Kamala Harris will probably bail him out anyway, but go on. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) All right. Then you got the DC public schools are investigating a lesson taught at Watkins elementary school where third grade kids were told to reenact the Holocaust. Include betraying Hitler and digging trenches to serve as mass graves and back in the open yard. Wow. Place the teacher on leave until the investigation is complete and apologize for the incident. But it tells you the the craziness that some of these teachers have got and they're they're there with our kids. Wow. It's completely depraved. There is no excuse or explanation for why they would have a reenactment like that. Um, we're, no. you know, we've got colleges and universities that stopped having uh, KA's Old South uh, sorority fraternity party every year because girls were in hoop skirts. Oh, we can't have that kind of. We can't have a party. That's not even a reenactment. But we've got who? Who was the poor child that was forced to play Hitler? And to have a third grader digging graves is just absolutely grotesque. It, there's a yeah. time. I'm in place to be teaching. We need to be teaching this history to our children, but not at the third grade level and not in such a depraved, disgusting manner. I know. It's just terrible. Here's another one interesting or bad. Eastport South Manor Central High School District in Suffolk County, New York, sent out an email to all parents informing them that a new physician had been hired to combat sudden cardiac arrest of all students in K-12 who are now being administered the COVID shots. Oh. His job is to train all medical and teaching staff what to look for 
and how to react if a student goes into a serious reaction. Parents were shocked to hear this because this development fits their worst fear of the COVID shots mandated on little kids from five years and, and above. Uh, let that sink in, listeners. This is the this talk about true evil. They know that these shots that children who do, do not get it and do not give it to this date, um, at least under five hundred children have been reportedly dead from COVID, and that we don't even know if that's actually death from COVID or just they you know died from something else and tested positive for COVID, and yet they are intentionally injecting, forcing the injections of children that they know so much are, are resulting in heart disease and heart issues and if possibly death that they're going to have a doctor on site to look for symptoms that's astounding bob this is this is talk about germany talk about this is joseph mangala level stuff it's really serious anyway the supreme court for some good news in a five to four ruling found that once a state decides to subsidize private schools they cannot disqualify some because they are religious this case is called espinoza it's a second case also dedicated for maine which reaffirmed the same rule so this is good news so far as helping religious schools also survive if this uh, school choice mandate passes in more and more states like California. Well, that's a, absolutely. And one of the things that also might do is if we if we have to continue, I mean, we lost a lot of private schools in San Diego County and California with these shutdowns. They just couldn't continue because they weren't getting state funds, right, taxpayer dollars to continue. That was part of the goal of shutting down the private schools here in California. And so if we can get uh, taxpayer dollars and we can get school choice done, we can we can really rehabilitate the private schools that are doing so much a better job and actually teaching our, our children. So that had tip yeah. to, to the Supreme court they've been disappointing lately but that was a good one yeah at least five to four but they, they came to the right decision yes now you got california's considering a new woke math program woke oh, W-O-K-E. <laughs> surprisingly opposition is coming from democrats particularly professional democrats 1300 prominent mathematicians and scientists criticized this program by saying one size cannot fit all in a good approach to K to 12 math education. Students should take courses like algebra, calculus, and logical reasoning at varying grade levels, depending on the student's ability and foresight to study the program. This program would stop all advanced math courses and accelerated classes as well. But at least the largely Democrat professional leaders in math and science are opposed to it. So hopefully it'll get killed this coming year. Well, it should. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised to hear that these the Democrat, uh, you know, pe- people in this in, in this field are against this. Um, but it would make sense. And I'm glad to know that there's some people uh, in the education industry that actually still have some some level of, of integrity when it comes to teaching. Because no, uh, because the ability to learn math, so many people like even when I was a kid, well, when am I ever going to need calculus? There's more to being taught these skills than just whether or not you're ever going to need to, you know, do the, you know, calculate the whatever of a quadrangle, right? And these are skills we absolutely have to have, but we certainly have to have people with math skills going to architecture, engineering, um, uh, you know, all kinds of sciences and, and, and fields and the destruction of our country going forward from, uh, you know, a nation of, of technology and innovation um, is, is perilously at risk when we stop testing, when we stop teaching. And um, so hat tip to those, to those professionals. 
Yeah, and to tell you how bad it is, next time you go into a dime store to buy something and you give the girl a $5 bill, see if she can give you back the change without having to get to the computer. <laughs> right. And it's only going to get worse as we go to a cashless society, right? Or or maybe that's the plan is they go to cashless and it calculates it, it for you. But but think about what that does that we don't – we're not teaching people to critically think anymore. We're not teaching people to ha- – we're teaching them that they don't have to think at all. And that hurts everybody in society in the long run, which is ultimately the game of many. It's, it's to create people dependent. So then they're going to – if they're dependent, they're going to want to uh, – you know, to be on the government dole. Then I got a, I got another one. A California teacher named Gabriel Gip also brandished the Antifa, Antifa flag rather in his class, and was recorded as telling his fellow teachers that he had 180 days to turn these students into revolutionaries. Nice. The teacher supported, in fact, the violent overthrow of the U.S. government. He's been suspended, and hopefully, he'll get fired. Hopefully he'll get fired. Think about that. This was someone who who's an actual, you know, they're continuing to claim that anybody was around the Capitol on January 6th as a terrorist insurrectionist trying to overthrow the government. Here we got a teacher who's intending to, you know, t- turn uh, students into insurrectionists, and he hadn't even been fired yet. Where's the FBI task force on on anti-terrorism that's rounding up teachers? Uh, and not teachers, but uh board meetings um, we've got about a minute left we've got a minute left bob walters anything else for us well a uh, quickie university of california irvine fires a director of ethics for defying covid mandates dr aaron Caveri, a longtime professor of psychiatry because he demanded that students who have had the disease be excused from taking the vaccine management said science doesn't justify this exception and he was fired Wow. No, he, he this was a man who who was not only somebody who's who's right on an ethics standpoint, but he was a right on science. Right. I mean, only in today's America could you be told that your natural immune system, uh, you know, that God gave you that works, doesn't work and that natural immunity doesn't exist. And um, so good for him that he stood up for science and, and, and tried to stand up for science and tried to stand up uh, for his students. Bob Walter, thank you for you standing up for students everywhere. And I appreciate all you do that's right keep up the work yourself you're doing a great job thank you hon happy new year all right now stay tuned we got more to come up we uh, during the break skins and i were talking about can we do an annual hero of the year and a stink of the year or just cover this week's hmm we're gonna ponder it come on back Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. Andrea K, telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, our final live show for 2021. Normally on uh, the Friday night show, which this is our Friday show because tomorrow we're going to do a best of or a replay. Usually on Fridays, we do Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. So Skins and I were saying during the break, can we do a Hero of the Year and you know, a Stink first of I the Year? I think we could, but the more I think on a broad level, I, I, I really think it's doable if, if we take the right angle on this. All right. So um, here's my Stinks of the Year, and I'm not sure which is number one. What just stands out for me in terms of if you the think... The one you it, told me during the break is the one I think I'm going with. Okay. I can't even remember what that was during the break. Uh, Trump pushing the shots. And then also, you know, later on... On this year uh, for two seconds saying, well, you know, they shouldn't be forced, but look at these shots. These shots are glorious. 
Yeah, I think that uh, President Trump's done some damage for freedom with that, done some damage, most importantly, to his own credibility um, because he's America first, make America great again, which is not based any way in any shape, form as uh, the government telling us. Uh, in May. He, and he's, he says, well, I'm not against the I, I'm against the mandates, but it's more of a throwaway line. And um, to the to the degree to where, you know, um, Biden is basically congratulated him for sharing his same position. So anyway, my but my nominees for stink of the, of the year are uh, this Epstein thing is a may is a bigger problem i think more people would think of it as a stink of the uh, of a year had it gotten the media attention it deserved uh galane maxwell dinesh d'souza put it correctly today if 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 grown men and uh, uh, um, political elites and global elites if it's wrong for them to have sex with underage women to the point where Ghislaine Maxwell is going to, to jail for the rest of her life for making that happen and trafficking in that, then how in the world could those who, who actually had the sex with her not be guilty? They're criminals. It's insane. It's insane. In fact, I'm going to read it because the way he, the way he uh, stated it was actually better. Um, he said, if powerful males having sex with underage girls is not a problem, if there's no need to identify and prosecute them, then why hold Ghislaine Maxwell responsible for trafficking? If her actions were reprehensible, then what's the excuse for not public punishing the other criminals involved? If we at the United States of America are now protecting child rapists involved in child trafficking, we have we are done as a nation, in my opinion, from the from this from uh, who we were. As a nation, as soon as that guilty verdict was was tamped down on Ghislaine Maxwell, the records and the black books of who was involved in this was sealed forever. This is a cover up far greater than anything that I can think of in the United States of America. It doesn't get worse than that for me. The other that has to do with children is these mandates on children. Children do not get this disease. They do not give this disease. And it is absolute evil in our time that there's any mandate of these four substances going on with children. To the degree to where I have to be careful what I say about any parent that would inject that in their child. And there was a woman who showed a picture of herself while her child was crying, getting injected, Who and, and that boy died four days later. Bob Walters reported earlier that schools are now going to have medical officials on hand to, to be able to recognize heart issues on children that have been injected. What we're doing to children in this country with these shots is Joseph, child abuse. It's child. It, it's it's Joseph Mangala level stuff. We got the Biden administration that has halted and is refusing to ship um, monoclonal antibody infusion materials to states. That is uh, Rand Paul said today that it's unconscionable. It's worse. It's criminal. It's murder. That's some, that that alone right there. You think about what's going on in the United States of America. With the Epstein trial, the cover-up of, of global elites, our, our own political elites raping children, the assault on children with these shots, the assault no on Americans, the assault on Americans with denying them therapeutics, we're murdering Americans in this country, we're, we're slaughtering children in this country, we're covering up the sex crimes against children. That's an, uh, so hero then the hero are the average Americans that are fighting against all this. The parents that went to these school board meetings, the first responders refusing to take the shots, those that are will- doctors, nurses, cops and others who have been willing to give up their teachers who have given up their livelihoods. It's one thing to complain. 
and 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 say and and, and but to actually make a personal financial sacrifice for it is that's that's America. That's what this country was founded on. That's the American spirit fighting for freedoms. I mean, our founders, our people uh, launched a revolution over a tea tax, right? And yet too many are caving under the weight. So those are my heroes. You got to want to add any real quick? Those are the ones we were talking about, those first responders and, and, and the parents. My hats are off to them. All right. Love you all. Have a very happy but very safe new year. And we will be back live Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.